So Tom always said every day was the best day ever. And even whenever he went through diagnosis and he went through um, the, the final stages of cancer um, until he was uh, just a couple of days out from passing, he would mouth to his family when they asked him how he's doing, today's the best day ever. He had a positive attitude knowing his days were numbered, but he always said it's the best day ever. And I'm inspired by that. He taught me to look at each day like that. So um, that's what I'm here to help you with. No matter what you're going through, uh, try as hard as you can to count your blessings, not the negative that's going on in your life. And when you wake up, say, I'm going to make today the best day ever. Thank you for joining us today for Best Day Ever with Vanessa Broussard. We are happy to be here with you, hoping you're having a great day. Last week, we talked about my struggles with dealing with my husband battling cancer. He passed away with cancer. And then also the struggles of in vitro fertilization. And my firstborn uh, was a stillborn, stillborn at birth. And, and then I had another uh, episode with IVF and had a miracle baby named Marty. But it's not just about cancer, vitro fertilization. So many people around the world struggle with different things. I mean, it can be uh, drugs. It can be just relationships, jobs, you name it. There are so many struggles and everyone has a story. And so last year, I had the great opportunity to meet uh, Catalina Stupin at CPAC in Dallas, and we remained close and friends and uh, got back in contact with her a couple of weeks ago, and she has a story to tell. And when I met her, I saw this beautiful, intelligent woman who um, is with moms, but it wasn't until recently I knew that she had a struggle of her own in the past. And so um, we're going to talk about that uh, today. She is also a, um, a survivor of domestic violence. So today's topic is more on domestic violence and Catalina, how you uh, overcame that and, and, and moved to another country and started really from the ground up and, and became so successful, a mother of four. So we're gonna go through all of that today. Thank you so much for being here with us and telling your story. Thank you, Vanessa. Thank you for having me. So let's talk about first uh, where you're from. You're originally from Colombia. That's right. Legally here, I came here uh, 13 years ago and I was born in Colombia. Then I made my studies in France and there is where my, my study, I mean, my study starts. And, and let's talk about um, what you mentioned to me the other day. I had no idea. And I think a lot of women can relate because I was looking at the statistics and there's one in three women who are victims of domestic violence and also one in four men who are victims of domestic violence. So let's talk about your story and how you overcame that. It's a sad story, but uh, um, in my case, it ended up very positively and what doesn't kill you make us stronger, it works on my case. So I'm very fortunate to, to recount my story to tell my story and but it's true Vanessa it, it's happening every day is happening it, to to men to women and especially women who doesn't react to the to the um let's let's say the the action that they take over you the abuses they they don't simply say he's just only mad at me because I made that and they don't realize at what point they are just abusing you. It's not only physically, 
but it's mentally and they they start at one point when you're never going to be realized that you have been abused domestically. Yes, and, and I think you're you're right about that. It's not just physical abuse, it's, it's mental abuse, it's verbal abuse. So this abuse can happen in different forms and it's up to the person to realize, look, this is not okay from the very get-go. But if they if they've been in it for a long time and they don't feel like they have a way out your suggestion uh, to these men or women who feel like they're stuck? First of all, it's never uh, good to be isolated. You have to keep in contact with your family, with your mom, or with a sister, or someone who is um, checking on you and like realizing what is going on in your life in general, because only a person who is outside of this toxic relationship is going to see what is going on. It's difficult to um, how to perceive how we can be in, in this toxic relationship. So it's definitely, um, it's better to be with with someone else and and let's let's say that domestic violence is not only between um couples it's also between for example uh a, a father and between the the children or or mother between the it's it's beyond the educational uh punishment it's it, it got it, it can go beyond it's, it's simply when you start uh, affecting other person and then, but then this person has to realize what is going on in their life. Yes, and I think it's absolutely important to um, have someone who you can confide in. A lot of people feel like they have no one to turn to, but um, if you look on a daily average, there are an average of 20,000 phone calls a day to domestic violence Hotlines. That's how uh, big of a problem this is across the world. A day, 20,000 phone calls to domestic violence hotlines. So if you feel like you don't have anyone to confide in, because I've heard people say they don't have anyone to turn to, they maybe don't have family if they live out of town or out of states, maybe they don't have any kids, you can always turn to one of these organizations or one of these hotlines and get help get help, get out if you can safely. And, and that's what you did. So you came to America and um, you have, you're a beautiful mother of four children. Let's talk about that first and how you play the mom role at home. Well, um, this is the most beautiful job, even if it's not every time the most glamorous or the most easy way, you keep your faith in God and your strength and you just try to raise the most beautiful uh, human beings on earth that they are going to be functional for this society. This is this is what I always think. Let's do kids a strong, confident, and uh, and in a way uh, to to feel their wisdom every day. It's, it's not only about academics or a sport, which is very important, but to to raise it in the right way, in the in, in the way they they're gonna be uh, very useful for society. And, and let's talk about the working mom because they're. There are so many parents um, now uh, with the, especially now with the economy and people are working not just one job, but maybe two jobs, working extra jobs just to make ends meet. So they feel like I hear from people when they get home, they're tired, they cook dinner, they go to bed, but um, there is a way that you can still have that family foundation at home, even though you're a working mom and we're not going to leave out the dads, um, the working dads as well. 
I personally focus on the priorities. And for me, the first priority is God, is the faith. Then there is so many things that you can neglect. For example, it's okay if your kitchen doesn't look like a catalog of kitchen. We can get to that later. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's, it's always a, a time for everything, but you have to always follow your priorities. Your children and, and their family, they need you. They need your words. They need this family time. Even if you don't want to look around your house because it's very messy, they need you. They, they, you, you, you must share time with them and delegate a lot with them. Even if they are little, you just have them make their chores in, in the house and at the level. But it's important to put everyone involved in their house because it's not only your house, it's their house too. And you are not like um, the, the person who is cleaning the house. So let's let's take our role as a mother, as an educator in, in morals, in faith, and guide them the right path. And then um, when, when I have two jobs and, and I work as national director of Moms for Liberty and it's inspired me every day. You, you have to choose a job that inspired you every day, that, that actually you like, you love and you feel like it's filling your life and you are helping others. And I also work in Americano Media and, and, and what, whatever I do, it's looking always for the truth looking always for the good news, uh, looking always to help somebody else. So I think, I don't know, it's just making work everything at the same time. Now you've talked a lot about um, faith and God, and that's so important, especially now we feel like uh, you and I have discussed in the past, and this is um, uh, big with moms uh, for liberty as well, um, keeping God the focus. You know, a, a lot of times in these schools, states are fighting the federal government um, on making sure that parents know what their child are being or their children are being taught in schools. And so again, for the working parents who may have, you know, be working eight, nine, 10, 11 or more hours a day, they may not be as aware of what's going on in these schools. And that's kind of where Moms for Liberty comes in as well. Um, you're trying to wait, raise awareness uh, to make sure parents stay focused on what's going on in their child's school. Moms for Liberty has raised awareness across social and traditional media about the pornographic nature of so-called sex education and the horrifying sexualization of children across the public school system, the media and the popular culture. You see, this is not only happening at school, it's happening in Disney, Nickelodeon, it's happening in, in the songs, it's happening at- At the Grammys, just the other day. At the Grammys, it's entertainment, Terrible. it's everywhere. Yeah. So uh, we we are what what we are trying to is to raise awareness of what is happening around, expose what is happening, and then um, held accountable at all level of government. And because this shouldn't happen, and not with our tax dollar payers. Yes, and, and you know it's, it should be up to the parents too. Let's talk about that real quick. How it shouldn't be up to the government what they teach to our children or what they try to enforce on our children, it should be up to the parents. Exactly, our tax dollars should not be used to teach our children to hate our country or to hate each other, to weaponize public institution against parents, 
to confuse and change the nature of our children or to destroy our civilization. So, so what I always say is that the, the philosophy of, of the education of our children today will tell you the philosophy of the government in the next generation. That's why it's so important to keep this generation out of indoctrination and Marxist ideology. You see, my children experience indoctrination under the guise of diversity, equity and inclusion, social emotional learning, sex education, gender affirmation, social justice. All these nice sounding titles are no more than a lie of Marxist ideologies. Yes, and this so is what parents should know. Absolutely. And, and they can get involved by um, becoming a part for uh, of your organization, Moms for Liberty. I was looking online just last night and uh, there are different chapters all over the country, all over America. But if you see that there is not a chapter in your area, uh, Catalina, tell us how we can uh, get involved if someone wants to start a chapter in their area. That's correct. And I'm glad you, you checked on our website that you did the, the, the entire homework. So it's, it's pretty easy. If, if there is not a chapter in your area, you can become a leader. As I say, oh, sometimes it's like a whistleblower. You can help us reading books, uh, reviewing textbooks and, uh, and going um, check the curriculum in your county. Um, there is so many ways to help. And it's not only one person. If you have two or three friends, you can join or create a chapter and, and, and then help us because you cannot just sit behind your phone and say, well, Mouse for Liberty is doing everything. This war, we're going to win just only if everybody is helping. Everybody's getting involved and obviously with the help of God. Yes, absolutely. God first. And, you know, I see a lot traveling the country with RSBN. People want uh, to get involved, but they just don't know how. And we always encourage people to start at the local level, like you just mentioned, grab a friend or two or three, start your chapter, and from there you can grow. But it starts in your communities and at home and in your children's schools. And and um, you, you don't know from being at your local level how big of an impact that is. And so that spreads to the national level. Catalina, I am so happy for you. Um, thank you for telling us your story, overcoming domestic violence, um, continuing to push forward, uh, taking yourself from um, pretty much rock bottom and climbing your way out and, and, and being a fighter for all of the children across America. If anyone wants to follow you, uh, how can they do so? So they can follow me on uh, Kata Stube in, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I'm very um, active on, on Instagram and Moms for Liberty also. Moms number four, Liberty, momsforliberty.org. And uh, as I say, it's coming up soon also our submit in, in summer. And it's going to be great because it's all the assemblage of all the moms concerned about education. We're going to give all the tools because freedom from indoctrination is essential for the education of a good citizen. Education is freedom. Education is, is the up, uplifting of the human soul of the glorious light of truth. This means putting parents and students, no bureaucrats or teacher unions or politician in charge of educating our nation's next generation. We also must challenge progressive policies by standing against curriculum that includes patently um, 
dishonest and activity-driven information about the U.S. and our founding. So um, we must give every parent the right to see all curriculum materials and encourage a school to teach basic skills that prepare students for life as an adult. Well, you're doing a great job. Um, I respect you and all the work you do uh, with Moms for Liberty. Thank you so much for joining us here today on The Best Day Ever with Vanessa Broussard. I hope to speak to you soon. And everyone at home, make sure you go visit Moms for Liberty on their website, also on social media, and follow Catalina as well. Catalina, thank you so much. Have a great Vanessa, day. Vanessa, thank you so much, Vanessa. Thank you. I want to thank our sponsors. Huge thank you to BCPR and Marketing, BCPR and Marketing on LinkedIn and also Instagram. Ben and his team have been wonderful um, supporting Best Day Ever with Vanessa Broussard and helping us out along the way. So if you need any uh, public relation or marketing um, uh, help, make sure you contact BCPR and Marketing. Thank you all so much for joining us today. We'll see you right back here next week.